Okay, we're going to begin here on the bottom of Yudalim and Bet by the two dots on the last line. Person wants to properly accept the yoke of heaven upon himself. He should yifne. He should go relieve himself first. Vitoya dav. Then wash his hands. Vianiach tefillin. Put on tefillin. Vikra kriyachma. And say kriyachma viyit palel. And then daven shmoneswe. Vizuhi machut shemaim shleima. That is the proper way to accept the yoke of heaven. Any person who relieves himself then washes his hands. It's as if he built a mizbeach and he brought a korban on it. Because it says in the Pasuk and Tehillim, so the pashtut of the pasuk is that I will wash my hands in innocence and I will surround or encircle your Mizbeach Hashem. But the way they're reading it here is that that the washing of one's hands and taking care of oneself, that is the equivalent of as if they were surrounding the Mizbeach and using the Mizbeach for Korbanot. Why are you saying it's Ke'ilu Hikiv Korban? Why didn't you say it's as if he went to the Mikveh? Because the Pasuk says, that I washed myself. Now here, Nikayon, the Gemara is not using as an innocence, but rather in purity or cleanliness. I washed my hands. So if it was simply that he was washing his hands, the Pasuk should say, The fact that it says, makes it sound like the washing of hands is the equivalent of Nikayon, of being cleaned or purified. That's what Rav is saying. It's as if he went to the mikveh. Did you see this young whippersnapper, Talmud Chochem, that came from Eretz Yisrael from the West? Vamar. A person or an individual does not have water in order to wash their hands. Said they can clean their hands with dirt or dust, with a pebble or a stone, with a wood or a splinter. That makes a lot of sense. Because he again quotes the puzzle here from Tilim. Does it say, doesn't say that I will clean myself with water. But nikayon ktiv, anything, call mide diminake, any cleansing agent. It doesn't necessarily have to be with water. The issue at hand is cleanliness. Christa used to curse anybody who would start to search for water at the time of davening. We're going to come back to this. And it's the girsa that we have in our Gemara, and this is a very controversial girsa. Is vahani milu That's true for kriyachma. But for tefillah, you do have to go look around for water. Vaad kamo. How far do you have to look for water when it comes to davening? Ad parsa, until the distance of parsa. That's only if it's on the direction that he is going. I mean, if he's traveling and he's moving in that direction, then he must continue in that direction in order to attain the water. If he has to double back, he doesn't have to go back. The limit of how far he has to go back is a meal. Umina. And you can infer from that, he doesn't have to go back a meal. Less than a meal, he has to go back. So now we had three drashot from that pasuk in Tehilim. Two of them figurative explanations, which are that one who cleans themselves properly in the morning is either like he has been makriv al or it's the equivalent of him going to the mikveh and purifying himself. The last one has halachic implications which is that the person who does wash themselves does not necessarily have to do with water, 
but can we do it with anything that's minaka, anything that is a cleansing agent or cleans? So some of the Rishonim point out that this is only true where the problem is dirt or uncleanliness. This is not something that can help in terms of purity from Tuma'ah, it's helpful in terms of dirt. And so if the hands are dirty, then you can use a cleansing agent, even though the cleansing agent is not water. The next thing is this statement of Rav Chista. Rav Chista says that he cursed anybody who looks for water at the time that it's to daven. Then we have afterwards a girsa, which seems to separate or differentiate between Kriyat Shema and Tefillah. Rashi has a very interesting comment on that. He says, the Kriyat Shema Shizmana Kavua, he shouldn't be looking around for water at the time of Kriyat because maybe the Zman will pass and he'll miss out on Kriyat Shema. Since Tefillah all day is the Zman, therefore you have to look for water. Very strange Rashi in the sense that where do we have Tefillah? That's all day. There is a limit to Tefillah. Tefillah is Ad Dalit Sha'ot, even according to the Chamim Ad Chatzot until midday. But we don't have an unlimited amount of time to Davin. Maybe there's more time. Maybe that's what Rashi is referring to. And therefore, Tosafot over here mentions that he thinks this girsa is incorrect. And this girsa does not belong in the Gemara. And the girsa fell in, according to some of the Rishonim, because of the reef. The reef had this in his girsa, it came from the Gonim, was later added into the Gemara. And according to Tosafot, there's no distinction in slota. Slota means kriyachma and tefillah. And if you look throughout Shas, the word slota is generally used for tefillah, not for kriyachma. So it makes more sense to say that the din is the same both for kriyachma and tefillah, and that makes sense because why should there be any distinction between them? Like we just mentioned in Rashi, they both have a limited zman in which you can accomplish them. And so because of that, the need or the necessity to get water does not devolve upon you if you're going to miss out on Kriyachma or Tefillah. Now there is a machloket in the Rishonim. Is that once you hit the zman of Kriyachma? Or is that only when you're towards the end of the zman of Kriyachma? For instance, the Tamine Rabbeinu Yona over here suggests that as soon as you hit the Zman of Kriyat the Zman of Tefillah, you no longer have to look for water. You go to do the obligation or discharge the obligation of Kriyat Shema Tefillah. There are others that believe that it's only at the end of the Zman Tefillah. If you're coming up on the end of Kriyat Shema, or you're coming up on the end of Tefillah, then you don't go look for water at the risk of missing out on the Zman. So that is one Machlok Tevishonim. In the end, this differential and whether the Girsa appears or not has implications in the Halacha, because the Rambam does paskin, the Rambam, the Rash, the Rif, all paskin based on this Lashon of a Gemara. And therefore the Rambam says, when it comes to Kriyat Shema, you don't have to go looking around for water. But when it comes to Tefillah, one does have to go look around for water. The Rambam has the most extreme formulation, which is that he quotes five things that are ma'akev at the Tefillah, five things that integral to davening, and if you don't do them, then they ruin the Tefillah. And one of those is Nitilat Yadayim, washing one's hands. The Ramam says that it's an mandatory to wash one's hands before they daven. The Berolochah claims that even the Rambam B'dyevet agrees if you didn't wash your hands, you don't have to daven again, even though it's a pagam in your tefillah. Nevertheless, it doesn't okir the tefillah legamre, which is the point where you'd have to repeat and daven again. So that machloket persists in poskim all the way to the Shulchan Aruch about whether by tefillah you do require washing your hands and how far you must travel to wash your hands. One of the proofs to those that say this is that the Gemara in Sachim, and we also saw this the Gemara in Chulin, says that for three things you need to go search for water. And that is the Gavel, needing the dough. It's Machlok, Rashi, and Tosafot, and Chulin, what exactly that means. Then there's the Tefillah, Udenetila, Diadaim. You have to go Arba Milim. But it sounds like from that Gemara in Sachim and in Chulin that for Tefillah you do have to go search for water. 
Rashi over there says tefillah is not about washing one's hands for tefillah, but tefillah is to find a minion. That the requirement to go search, and we have here in the Gemara of going forward for a meal, a parsa, and going back less than a meal, that is not for washing one's hands for tefillah like the Rambam says, but rather for getting a minion. And so the Shulchan Aruch brings down the both opinions about both looking for water and with regards to finding a minion when it comes to require you to make an effort to do such. And as the Baralacha points out, that if one's in their house and you're at home, that's no worse than when you're traveling and you have to go backwards a meal. Your house is no worse than that. And therefore, there would be a requirement for you at least to, within a meal, make an effort to, whether it's attain a minion or to find water in order to wash, that both of those would be true even when you're at home. Question of parsa and meal, those distances and how far one must travel. It's a question, is that a time period or is that a distance? Obviously, that has implications today where we have modes of transportation that take us much faster. So do we say you have to travel the amount of a meal, which is roughly 18 minutes? Do you have to travel 18 minutes to find it? Or do you have to travel the distance of a meal? And that's a machloket in the achronim as to whether we require you to travel 18 minutes or we just require you to travel the amount of distance that is a meal, which today would take you obviously much less time to do. Right? So that's just bigado, that's sugyo. But important here is whether we have this girsah towards the end that differentiates between kriyat shema and tefillah, which obviously has a huge nafkamina with regards to tefillah, whether netilat yadayim is ma'akev for tefillah or not. Okay, now we move on to the next Mishnah, which is a kriyat shema v'lo no. Someone who reads kriyat shema, he doesn't hear what he's saying. Yatsa. We'll see in the Gemara, the Gemara assumes that the Tanakam is Rabbi Yehuda, based on the structure of the Mishnah, it seems to make sense. Rabbi Yossi says it's an absolute requirement that you hear your Kriyat Shema. If you don't, then you're not Yotze. Person who read it and did not, as Rashi says, enunciate the words properly, then Rabbi Yossi Omer Yatsa. That's fine. Rabbi Yossi says it's Ma'akev and you're not Yotze. Here everybody agrees. If you read it out of order, Lo Yatsa. Then you certainly are not Yotze. If you're reading and you made a mistake, you go back to the place where you had the mistake. Mar also will discuss this later on for certain instances in Kriyat Shema, but Shema and Vayayim Shema have the exact same phrase. So if you're as uncertain as to which phrase you're up to, then you go back to the first one because we don't know. And since a fake, you go back to Chuzer says, My time is Rabbi What's Rabbi Yossi's reasoning that you're not Yotze when you don't hear it? That you have to hear. That which you articulate, you must hear. Shema does not come to teach you about the articulation and hearing that articulation, but rather that you are permitted to read Kriyat Shema in any language. Rebiosi thinks that you can learn both of them out. Shema means both that you must hear it, and Shema also means that you could say it in any language that you understand. So it's not Hatam. We have a Mishnah in Truma that says, Cheresh hamidaber ve'eno shomea. You have someone who is able to speak, ve'eno shomea, but he's unable to hear. Lo yitrom. That person, the Chathchila, should not be mafrish Truma. Vim taram, if he does that Truma, Truma to Truma, then his Truma is fine. So bidi eved, even though he can't hear what he's saying, Nevertheless, we say it's fine. Who's the one who says when it comes to such a setup where you cannot hear that it works, but the Chadchila, you shouldn't do this. It's Rabbi Yossi of our Mishnah. Now, again, we don't have this Girsa of Divrei Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah, 
The Gemara is implying that it is Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi Omer, lo yatsa. Rabbi says you're not. You would say, ad kan lo kamar Rabbi Yossi lo yatsa. Alagabi kriyachma deoraito. By kriyachma, when we're talking about a din minatorah, over there he says, if you don't hear it, you're not yotze. Aval truma mishum brochohu. The problem by truma is not being mafish to truma, but rather the brocha that you make beforehand. U brocha de rabbanan. First and foremost, a brocha is only a din de rabbanan. Velo be brocha tayomilta. Number two is a brocha is not ma'akev de mitzvah. Even if you don't make the brocha, you still yotze the mitzvah. It's not ma'akev de mitzvah. So based on that, Rabbi Yossi believes in that instance, we will not say that it is ma'akev. And therefore, bidi avad, he was yotze. I says, we might Rabbi Yossi. How do you know Rabbi Yossi is the author? Dilma Rabbi Yehudahi. Maybe Rabbi Yehuda is the author of that Mishnah in Truma. Vamar Gabe Kriyachma Nami Diavad in Chadchilolo. When Rabbi Yehuda over here says Yatsa, it says a Korea Tashmavlish Milas. Oh Yatsa, Yatsa sounds like it's Bidiavad that he is Yotze, not Lechadchilo. That wasn't what he should do. But if he did it, then he is Yotze Teda, and I can prove it to you, Tani Hakore, that if he did read, which is a lashon of Diavad in Chadchilolo. No, maybe the reason that they wrote in a lashon of bidiavad is lo diacha kochol de Rabbi Yosi to teach you the power of Rabbi Yosi. That Rabbi Yosi even bidiavad says it's pasul. Damar diyad nami lo di Rabbi Yehuda afilu chadchila nami yotza because according to Rabbi Yehuda that chadchila you are yotze by my ukimta ki Rabbi Yosi. Then if you set it up like Rabbi Yosi v'had etanya, then what are you going to do with this brayta? person should not say birkat mazon silently. If he does do such, yatsa, then he is yotze, that is bidi avad. Now the way you're setting it up now, which is Rabbi Yossi says lo yatsa, period, and Rabbi Yehuda says you can do whatever you want, meaning that you don't have to be hishmiel as no. Now we're going to end up in a position that there's no middle position who says bidi avad, yes. So now we quote a brighter which says that when a person doesn't hear it, bidiavad, they're yotze. So who is that? Who's going to be the author of that position? Rabbi Yossi thinks you're never yotze. And Rabbi Huda says that there's no demand on you to be Hishmiel as no. Mani, who's going to be the author of that position? How could you set it up like Rabbi Huda in the and leave Rabbi Yossi to mean that even bidiavad, it's problematic? If you do that, you're going to run into an authorship problem with this other brighter. Based on what you're saying now, Rabbi Yehuda says, you can do whatever you want. Even b'diavad, you're not yotze. Elamai, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda must be the author of that b'rita. And Rabbi Yehuda's position is that b'diavad, you are yotze, but that's not what you should do the chadchila. And therefore, he'll be in our Mishnah saying that, and he'll be the author of this b'rita about birkat amazon. Elaha, then but we have another problem because we have another breita. Had a tani Rabbi Yehuda breita Rabbi Shimon Pazi cherish him at the bar veno shumea toreim lechat chilo. It's my face chuma lechat chilo. Mani, who's going to be author of that position? Lo Rabbi Yehuda velo Rabbi Yosi. Neither Rabbi Yehuda nor Rabbi Yosi can be the author of that position. I Rabbi Yehuda amar diavadin lechat chilo. No, we've now set up Rabbi Yehuda to say that only b'diavad is it okay im leosh hishmielos. No, bi Rabbi Yosi amar diavad nami lo. Alolam Rabbi Yehuda vafilu chatchila. Nami. So now you have to go back to our assumption that Rabbi Yehuda says even the chatchila you're allowed to do it without being mishmielos. No, below kasha that's not a problem. Hadi day vahadi rabbe. The difference Rabbi Yehuda's opinion between his own personal opinion and the position that he quotes in the name is his Rabbi. That's not with the Tanya. We have a bright uh, Rabbi Yehuda Omer mishum Rabbi Lazar ben Azaria. His Rebbe, Rebbe Lazarim Nazar, says, no. person who reads Kriyat Shema has to hear it. So that sounds like 
lichatchila, you have to be mishmielos. No, b'diavad, you are yotzei according to this, and that is Rabbi Yehuda b'shem his Rebbe, Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. But Rabbi Yehuda himself will say lichatchila, you don't even have to be mishmielos. No. So now, if I go back to explain our Mishnah, our Mishnah is a case with Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda there believes even the Chatchila you can do it. The reason he used the Lashona Bidiavad is because Rabbi Yossi believes even Bidiavad you're not Yotze. The next Mishnah that we quoted by Truma, that'll be authored by his Rebbe. Because there it says only Bidiavad are you Yotze. That'll be authored by his Rebbe, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, I mean Rabbi Yehuda b'shem Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, and the Braito by Birkat Amazon, which is also Bidi Avad. There also will be authored by Rabbi Yehuda b'shem Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, and the case of Rabbi Yehuda b'raid the Rabbi Yosheman Pazi, who says the Chatchilo you allowed to be Toreim. That'll be the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda himself. So that Braito of Rabbi Yehuda b'raid the Rabbi Yosheman Pazi plus our Mishnah will be Rabbi Yehuda l'shita to that it's the and the Brayta from Truma and Birkat Amazon that says only be the Avada you would say that'll be Rabbi Yehuda b'Shem his Rabbi Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. So I'm a Rabbi Meir. So continuing in that Brayta, Rabbi Meir says back, Are you Meir? Asher Anochi mitzavacha hayom al levavecha. Achar kavanat alev heinein advarim. Rabbi Yossi says it's all about what's in your heart. You do not need to articulate over here, and even if you do it in your heart, you are fine. So that sounds like Rabbi Meir believes the chatchilo. You don't have to do it at all. Umar says, well, hashta dati dahachi. Once you have Rabbi Meir's opinion, afilu tamer Rabbi Yehuda kirabeis virle. Then maybe even Rabbi Yehuda holds like his Rabbi Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah that only b'diavad are you yotzei. Belokasha ar Rabbi Meir ar Rabbi Yehuda. So now we will learn all of the brightot the Mishnayot that we brought as being b'diavad, and that will be the opinion of both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda b'shem Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. The one case that we brought by Rabbi Yehuda B'shem Rabbi Shimon Ben Pazi that says that the Chathilo, you don't have to be Yishmilas, no, that'll be authored by Rabbi Meir. So therefore our Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda will say, Lechatchilo, you should be Mashmilas, no, Bidiavad, you are Yotzei. The case by Truma, where it says, Trumacho Truma Bidiavad, that'll be Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda B'shem Rabbi Lazar Azariah. case of Birkat Amazon, also the same. The case of Yehuda, Braid of Rabbi Shimon Pazi, which says the Mutter Lechatchil Litrom, that'll be authored by Rabbi Meir. The next piece in the Gemara, Tosafot asks over here, he doesn't understand how the Gemara is equating between all these cases. The Gemara just equated between Shema, Truma, Birkat Amazon, and then the Gemara is about to introduce the issue of Megillah. And Tosafot wants to understand why is it by Birkat Amazon if Lo Yishmiel has no Lo Yatsa? That if you didn't hear it or you didn't listen to it, that you're not Yotze. How could it be that Rabbi Yossi is of opinion, Lo Yatsa means Lo Yatsa Legamrei by Birkat Amazon? By Birkat Amazon, we don't have the Din of Shema. By Shema, it says Shema, therefore you have to be Mashmiya Lo no, you have to hear it. There we say we distinguish between Dinim Doraita of Kriya Shema versus Dine Dirabanan, like the Bracha on Truma. So over there, Rabbi Yossi will say, by Truma you're Yotze. But by Kriyachma, you're not. But over here, when we're talking about Birkat Amazon, which is a Din Minat Torah, a Din Minat Torah that has no Pasuk like Kriyachma to say Shema, then why would you suggest that Rabbi Yossi believes Lo Yatsa? That you're not Yotze at all. Minat Torah, you are Yotze. So how could it be that Rabbanan came along and said, you're not Yotze? So Totsu says, Eino Hanami. That that's what the Rabbanan did over here. The Rabbanan took away your Kiyom HaMitzvah. Since they wanted in the Chathila, they wanted to be Lashmila Ozno. So therefore, they took away your ability to be Mikhaim the Mitzvah if you do not follow that protocol 
lichatchila. And there, because they didn't want to differentiate between Kriyachma and Birkat Mazom, which were both on the do Raita level. And now the Gemara moves on and speaks about a Mishnah. The Gemara does something very strange here. It quotes the Mishnah, it's going to discuss the Mishnah, and then it's going to repeat the Gemara that we just had. Word for word, it's going to repeat the entire Gemara again. We'll move through it quickly, but just so you're aware that the Gemara is just doing a huge repeat of what we just learned. So it's not Adam. We have a Mishnah Megillah, a Kok Shirim Nekrotet Megillah. Anybody can read the Megillah, Chutz Micher Shotev Katan. Those are the exceptions. Rabbi Yehuda Machshir Katan. Rabbi Yehuda says that Katan can't read it. Mantana Cheresh Di'eved Nami Lo. Who's the author of position that says that a Cheresh may not read the Megillah, period? So I'm Rav Matna Rabbi Yossi. That has to be Rabbi Yossi. Tzatan. Our Mishnah. Koreta Shmav Lo Yishmiel Lo Yatsa. Divi Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi Omer Lo Yatsa. Rabbi Yossi says you're not Yotzei. So you see that the inability to hear precludes you from performing the mitzvah. So just like by Kriyat Shema, Rabbi Yossi says that, he also will say it by the Megillah. Where it says, Mimayid Rabbi Yossi. Vidi Avad Nami Lo. How do you know that it's authored by Rabbi Yossi and in a case of Bidi Avad, he says you're still not Yotzei. Dilma Rabbi Yehuda, maybe that Mishnah and Megillah is authored by Rabbi Yehuda. Then Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah by Kriyachman says, not, but B'dyevet, yes, and so too by Megillah. By Megillah, I will say, the Cheresh should not read it, but B'dyevet, if he did, you would be Yotzei. Says Cheresh that is similar to the Shoteh and the Katan there. Ma Shoteh Katan, Diavad Nami Lo. By the Shoteh and the Katan, but even by the Avad, you're not going to be Yotze. Av, Cheresh, the Avad Namilo. So too by Cheresh. It'll also be that by the Avad, you're not. It says, with Dilma, Hakadita, Hakadita. No, it'll divide it up. For Cheresh, we'll say, by the Avad, you're Yotze. By Katan and Shoteh, we'll say that even by the Avad, you're not Yotze. It says, Umi Matzaduk, Maka Rabbi Huda. Can you really make that Mishnah to be altered by Rabbi Huda? The problem with that is, Vakmik Tani Seifa. The latter half of the Mishnah says, Rabbi Huda, Makshir, Be Katan. That seems to imply that the first part of the Mishnah was not authored by Rabbi Yehuda. It says, no, the entire Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda. And there are two types of cotton. And the Mishnah is actually missing some words. Everybody can read the Megillah, except for a Cheroshot Vekatan. When is that true? That's a Katan who has yet to reach the point where you can train him in mitzvot. But once he reaches the age where he can be properly trained in mitzvot, then, according to Rabbi Yehuda, even the chadchila, a katan, may read. Rabbi Yehuda says a katan is fine to read. Rabbi Yehuda is right, and we're talking about a case of katan why, does the, why do the Rabbanan argue on Rabbi Yehuda? Why do the Rabbanan argue? We have later on in the Masechta. Later on the Masechta it says that a, a child, that is, can bench on behalf of his father, who's only chayab mid Rabbanan, for, because he ate less than a shiur, never is only chayab mid Rabbanan, he can be motzi him. So later on, even the Rabbanan agree with katan that he can be motzi. So why is it Rabbi Yehuda saying yes, and the Chachamim are saying no? Tosafot gives to different answers. One answer is that Birkat HaMagazon is unique because Birkat HaMagazon were machmir that people bench even when they're less than the shiur that is required in the Torah of Sviyah, which is Kabeitza. They say that even for Kazayit that they bench. Since it's really a Chumrah, we allow a Katan Shegili Chunuch to be motzi that person. So they generally wouldn't say that, but here in that case, since it's a Chumrah, we allow it. 
The second answer of Tosfot is more important, which is the difference between, he says, one derabanon and trade derabanon. When you're dealing with Birkat Amazon, the child is Chayav Mishum Chinuch, which is a Din derabanan. The father is Chayav Mishum derabanan because he ate less than a Shior. So you have a child derabanan being Motzi the father in a derabanan, which is fine. By Megillah, that's not true. Who, the father is Chayav in Megillah Midrabanan. The child is Chayav in Megillah Midrabanan. Because, but it's in a mitzvah derabanan, which means the child has trey derabanan, two derabanans. One derabanan is the mitzvah of Megillah, and the second derabanan is that in the mitzvah of Megillah, we say that if he's gyalichinuch, that he can read it. So that's why the Rachamim are going to disagree with Rabbi Yehuda over here, even b'shegyalichinuch. They're going to say it doesn't work by Megillah, even though it works by Birkat Amazon. Because by Birkan Razon, you're dealing with one Durabanan being Motsi, another Durabanan. By Megillah, you have two, a double Durabanan trying to be Motsi, a single Durabanan, and that they don't allow, that they do not agree to. So now, back in the Gemara, Gemara is now going back through our Gemara that we just read before, and that's what I explained before. So now you're establishing that the Mishnah Megillah is authored by Rabbi Huda. In the Chathila, he says you have to be Mashmillah, no, but the Avad, you don't. Mani, who's the author of that position? Which sounds like even the Chatchilo. You don't have to be Mashmilos, no. Low Rabbi Yehuda, low Rabbi Yosti. It will turn out to be neither of them. Even Rabbi Yehuda agrees, the Chatchilo, you're supposed to hear it. If you don't, then the Yehuda would say, but he doesn't say the Chatchilo, and if it's Rabbi Yosti, he says even the Pasul, it doesn't work. Elamai Rabbi Yehuda. So what are you going to say? Rabbi Yehuda, Vafilu Chatchilo, Anami. Say Elohad Atanya. Then what are you going to do with this bright? Lo Yivrach Adam Birkat Hamazon. Believe Bo. A person should not bench silently. Vim Berach Yatsa Mani. If you establish Rabbi Yehuda, means even the Chatchilo, you don't have to hear it all. Then Lo Rabbi Yehuda, Lo Rabbi Yosi. I Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Vafilu Chatchilo, Anami. You don't have to worry about it at all. Vi Rabbi Yosi, Amar Vafilu Di Aved Nami Lo. So who's going to be the author of this bright by Birkat Hamazon? I says no. The Olam Rabbi Yehuda. It is Rabbi Yehuda. Vafilu Chatchilo Nami. Difference being between him and his Rebbe's opinion, the Tanya, no. He says in the name is Rebbe, that by Shema you do have to hear it. From the word Shema. Meir disagrees and says you can say it silently because it says that you can say it on your heart. So you see from here that his Rebbe, Rabbi Lazar and believes. That lechatchila, you do have to hear Hishmiel is no, b'diavad you yotze. So therefore, all these brightot the mishnayot that talk b'diavad will say that is authored by Rabbi Yehuda b'shem his Rebbe Rabbi Zerbin The one brightot we brought of Rabbi Yehuda brayt Rabbi Shimon Penpazi that says lechatchila you don't have to hear Hishmiel is no. That'll be Rabbi Yehuda himself who's the author of that position. Umar says again hashdit adit Oh, now that we found Rabbi Meir's opinion, afilu tamer Rabbi Yehuda kerabei svirle. Rabbi Yehuda holds like his Rebbe that lechatchila no b'diavad yes. So what are you going to do with that brighta that says Rabbi Yehuda B'shem Rabbi Shem Pazi says even the Chatchila you can be Toreim. That's how Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Meir. That's authored by Rabbi Meir who says the Chatchila you can do everything silently. There's no requirement of articulation. And Rabbi Yehuda will hold like his Rabbi which is Chatchila you do need to articulate. If you didn't then you are Yotze. And now the Gemara concludes Amar Avchistam Rav Shila Lochok Rabbi Yehuda Shamar Mishum Rav Lazar Ben Azariah Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda in the name of his Rabbi, and Halacha is Rabbi Yehuda, and Halacha is also like Rabbi Yehuda. Where it says, Betricha, we need both of these statements. Di Ashmina Halacha Rabbi Yehuda. Had you simply told me that Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, Havamina, Afilu Lechatchila. 
the Rebuto, it's not clear to us whether Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is Lechatchilo Bidiyavad. So I would have thought even Lechatchilo, you don't have to hear anything. So Kamash Balon, Aloha Kerab Yehuda, Shamar Mishum Merlozim Nazariah. So that's why he says also that Aloha is like Rabbi Yehuda, according to his Rebbe, and there we know that his Rebbe says that Lechatchilo, you do need to be Ishmael's no. So had I just stated the case, the halacha is like reviewed in the shame of his Rebbe, that that's what you need to do, and if you don't do it, you're not Yotzeit, similar to Rabbi Yossi of our Mishnah. And that's why we say the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, that we say Rabbi Yehuda in the shame of Rabbi Yehuda ben Azariah, his Rebbe, is the same as the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda himself. And then to reconcile between those two, you would have to say that Chatechila, you do need to be Mashmielos, no? But Bidiavad, you are Yotzei. Now, Amar of Yosef. Rav Yosef now qualifies this Machloket and says, Machloket be Kriyachma. This Machloket only exists in Kriyachma. Aval Bishar Mitzvot. Comes other Mitzvot. Rashi says, What is Shar Mitzvot? Bechol Abrachot. Divriakol Lo Yatsa. Everybody believes you're not Yotzei, Dichtiv. Because the Pasuk says, Haskate Ushma Yisrael. Pay attention and hear or listen, B'nai Yisrael. So you have to listen. To Meitave, is that really true? So here we have a case where it's not Kriyat Shema, and yet we're still saying that Lechatchilo you require it, but Bidiyavad you're Yotze if you don't hear it. So that goes against Rabbi Yosef's position. This is what you need to say that Rabbi Yosef's qualification of this is. Machloket is in Kriyat Shema because of the Pasuk of Shema Yisrael, which, gives, which makes a demand that Hishmael knows no. Aval Bashar Mitzvot, Divra Kol Yatsa. By any of the other Mitzvot, even Rabbi Yossi will agree that you're Yotze. Because there's no Pasuk that tells you you must Shema, that you must be Hishmael Necha. So the Mara says, well, my, what are you going to do with the Pasuk then that we just brought before? Aktiv, Asketu Shema Yisrael. It says, how be Torah Aktiv? That's not talking about Mitzvot in general, that's talking about Torah. By Torah, you have to pay attention, you have to listen. But that's not a requirement in performance of mitzvot. It's a requirement or it's a demand on you for Torah. So based on that, the way the Gemara is Pascha now, the Aloha is like Rabbi Yehuda, that Lechatchila, you should hear what you're saying. Bidiavad, then you do not need to hear it. You're Yotze if you do not hear it. And that's only true by Kriyat Shema. By other mitzvot, even Lechatchila, if you did not articulate it, you are fine because you can even say it in your heart. Now, if he read Kriyat Shema and he was not careful about his enunciation, is like both opinions Hakel. So that means in the case of Ishmael, there's no in the latter half of the Mishnah, when we talk about over there, Rabbi Yudah says, you're not Yotze if you do not enunciate. Rabbi Yossi says, you are Yotze. So Allah will be like Rabbi Yossi that you are Yotze. So again, another quote from this pair. What is it meant by the Pasuk? There are three things that will never be satisfied or satiated. That's Pasuk 15. Then you have dot, dot, dot. We skip something else where the puzzle talks about four that have this. And then it lists what those three items are. Here, the Gemara in the next puzzle only lists two out of the three items, which is Sheol, V'otzar Racham. Sheol, which the Gemara will define in a second. V'otzar Racham is a barren womb. And there in the puzzle, it continues on with number three, which is earth that is dry, that requires water. So all of these items are never satiated.
So now the Gemara wants to know, Why is the Sheol juxtaposed in that list to the womb? Just like a Rechem has things come in and has things that exit. So too Sheol. And the way we're defining Sheol now is the depths, but the kever, the grave, accepts, and it also has that which will be exiting from it. When the conception happens, it happens in a quiet manner. When the child is born, it comes out with lots of screaming and lots of noise. Sheol, when it comes to the burial of people, putting them in the kever, you put him into the grave with crying and misspade, and there's a loud ruckus about it. Certainly then, when they exit, they should come out with a big bang. This is a disproof to those who believe that is not mentioned in the Torah. Because here, this juxtaposition between Sheol and Rechem teaches us that just like the Rechem is a two-way street, so to the Kever is a two-way street. And that would imply that there is such thing as Tchiyata Meitim. Tani Rabbi Yoshaya Kamei Derova Uchtavtam Hakol Bechtav Afilu Tzavot When you write the Parshiot of Shema and Vayayim Shamoa for Tfilin and for Mizuzot, you have to put the entire Parsha in there. Even the Tzavot. I mean, even the part that says Uchtavtam Amazuzot Peitechol Visharecha You have to put that in. That's not just a command to write the Mizuzot. It's also a part of what you must put inside of it. And that's because it says Uchtavtam. Uchtavtam means Tiva Tama. Tiva Tama means complete writing, you have to write the whole parsha. According to whom are you saying this? Rabbi Hudi. It's Rabbi Hudi. Damar, Gabi Sota. By Sota, he says, Alot Kotev, Tzavot, Eno Kotev. When it comes to Sota, when you have to write the parsha of Sota to put into the Mea Marim to erase the parsha and have the woman drink it, over there, Rabbi Huda differentiates between Alot, the curses that Hashem says about the woman, and the Tzavot, the Tzivui to the Kohen about what to do and what to say. So there he says that you write down the alot on that parsha, but you do not write the commands about what to do. Because it says over there, You write down these curses. So, but over here we have therefore you have to write everything down. So there it only says vikatav, and therefore you only write the alot. Whereas over here it says would include everything. You must write everything, even the charges to do things. So Mer says, Is that the, really the reason that Rabbi Yehuda's opinion by Sota has to do with the difference between Katav and Katav Tam? Time of Rabbi Yehuda, Mishum Dichtiv, Alot. Because the puzzle says, It says what you must write. You must write the curses. Alot in, Tzavot Lo. It's a mute from the puzzle. It has nothing to do with Katav or Katav Tam. It has to do with the fact that it wrote Alot. Mer says, It's just. I would think that you would learn out like an Xero Shovel. It says Ktiva by Sota, and it says Ktiva by Kriyachma. So just like by Sota, it's only the alot, it's only the content, not the tzivoy. So too by Kriyachma, it should just be the content and not the tzivoy. So Mahatalam alot in tzavot lo, af hachanami tzavot lo. Also over here, you would say the tzavot that you would not have to put them in. And that's what Khatam comes to teach you. Don't make that Xerashavot, because it's not the same. There it's Ktiva, here it's Ktiva Tama. Ktiva Tama is different than Ktiva, and so therefore you'll differentiate Kriyachma from Sota, Sota, you only write down the content, not the charges. Whereas by Kriyachma, you write down both. Tani, Rebavadja, Kamei Durova. Vili Maritem, Sheili Mudcha, Tam. Then when you teach it, and when you explain it, it has to be done clearly and properly. What does that mean? Shiten Revach, Benad Vekim. You have to leave spacing between letters that, when they are together, get confused. Ani Rova Batre. 
So Rava followed up on this and says, Kigon, I'll give you examples of this. Al Livavecha. Because you have to lamid again. You can't, if you read it, you would say Al Livavecha. It sounds like there's only one lamid. So you have to space out. You have to take a pause. You have to say Al and then Livavecha. So the lamids are separated. Al Livavchem. The same thing there. You have to separate between the lamid at the end of Al to the beginning of Livavchem. Bechol Livavecha. So again, two lamids in a row. Bechol Livavchem. Same thing again. Esev bisadecha vavatem the mem and mehera hakanaf pitio etchem meeretz. So again, mem mem. What's interesting here is you have a list of common letters. Two in the list are interesting. And they are esev and bisadecha because one is a vet and the other one is a bet. And hakanaf pitio is also that way. Hakanaf is a soft fe, and then pitio is a hard pe. So. Here, the Gemara doesn't seem to distinguish between them, and it might be because in their time there wasn't such a distinction or wasn't an easy distinction. But it's just interesting to note that the Gemara here brings even those similar letters when their enunciation is different. So the both brings from the Rif additional places that you need to make these stops. Not only when there's a common letter, the same letter ends the previous word and begins the next word, but when you have what we call silent letters, like hey, Aleph, and Ayin. In those instances, also, you must take a breather in order to separate the words. Truthfully, our riff doesn't have that, but the quotes of quotes it in the Shem Riff, which is, V'chara af. You can't say V'charaf. You have to say V'charas and have a pause and then say af. Because if you put, if you just say it quickly, it's V'charaf. It becomes like one word because of the silent hey and then the aleph that comes afterwards. And then the same as Uritem Oto. You can't just go straight into uritem oto, because then it sounds like it's one word. Rather, you have to say uritem, and then a little pause, and then oto. Uzachartem et. Vasitem et. So all of these items, you have to take a small pause so that the two words don't run together with these letters of aleph, ayin, and hey. So you have to always leave a spacing over there. And the last thing he brings down, which most people are aware of, is that the Yerushalmi demands that you say laman tizkiru, that you emphasize the Zion over there on Tizkiru, so that it shouldn't sound like a sin. Because otherwise, if it sounded like a sin, it would be Laman Tizkiru. Tizkiru would mean in order to get reward. And that's not something that we want to say. We don't do the mitzvot in order to get reward. Enunciate properly Laman Tizkiru, so it's obvious that it's a Zion and not a sin. You want to see an exhaustive list of all of these problems, all these issues, and the Sefer Yisod, the Vishor Shabudah, in the listing by Kriyachma, he gives an exhaustive list of every place that you should have to make a pause in order, in order not to have letters overlap every problem in terms of enunciation. Gemara finishes off here. Anybody reads Kriyachma and enunciates the words properly or the letters properly. They cool off Gehenim for him. The Pasuk is, and the Pashtuna Pasuk is, When God spreads out or throws out the kings in it, Tashleg Bitsalmon. It will snow in the Tsalmon. So now the Gemara rereads or reparses the Pasuk and says, Altikri Bifaris. Don't say when Hashem spreads out, Allah Bifaresh. When you are plain or explicit. So now you're going to read the Pasuk like this Bifaresh Shakai. When you are explicit about the name of Hashem or the Kabbalat Omachut Shemaim, Milachim Ba, place where the kings are, that place where the kings are is Gehinom. Tashleg bitzalmon will be covered in snow. And the Gemara says, Altikri bitzalmon, el bitzalmavet. 
Not Tzalmon. What is Tzalmon? The name of a place? So Tzalmon is Tzalmavit, the place, uh, shadow of death, which is Gehinom. So therefore, it will, it will snow in Gehinom if one is Midakteg Botiotet. He enunciates properly the Shema. Okay, we'll stop over here.